Welcome to Be All You Are, a Midlife Awakening Podcast. I'm your host, Kena Paranjape, the founder of All You Are, a women's lifestyle brand, an entrepreneur, writer, and mother. This podcast is all about stepping into all you are. It's about reconnecting to your inner voice so you can hear the whispers of your true desires and cultivate the courage to create the life that is meant for you. Your dreams are your soul's voice. They are worth your time and attention. Now head out on that solo walk or settle into a cozy spot with a favorite beverage and join me. I can't wait to meet you. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Kena Paranjape. I am your host and the founder of All You Are. I am so glad that you are here for yet another episode. We are on episode 17. And it is the middle of summer, maybe not quite the middle. Let me not make it go by too quickly. And I hope that you are all soaking in these beautiful months. I just got back from a week in Houston, Texas, where they were having um, a heat wave. They are having a heat wave, and it was incredibly hot. But what led me to Houston was to spend a week with one of my best friends, uh, my college roommate for three years, and her family. And I had the inspiration a few months ago to, you know, instead of trying to like squeeze in a day here or a quick weekend trip there, for us to really get some quality time together, um, I had this idea that I would just work from there for a week and bring my daughter and put both my daughter and her son in camp together, which they did. They went to aerospace engineering camp in Houston, which is really cool. And my friend and I got to work and have lunch and just spend time together. And it was just so soul filling. And I'm back now after a week feeling refreshed, feeling like I had a new perspective having gotten a lot done. And I'm just sort of looking forward to taking it all in these next weeks. And I do want to remind everyone that summer goes by so fast, right? It goes by so fast and we get to wake up every morning and decide how we are going to live that day. And I, for one, do not take it for granted at all. So this episode is going to be a little bit different than some of the ones I've done in the past. This one, I am going to share with you 10 ways to make the most of your summer. And I've said this many times before, but summer is by far my favorite season of the year. I just love the freedom of not having to check just what level of freezing it is before I get dressed for the day. I love being able to walk out in whatever it is that I'm wearing. I love seeing everyone on the streets shed their ugly black puffer coats and trade it in for color and fashion. And even though I love, I live in a city, I love how the city comes alive. It's as if people come streaming outside after being released from that prison we call winter. (laughs) That's my opinion. And I love seeing all the people on the patios and having ice cream in the park and playing sports and out with their families. And it just brings me so much joy. However, 
we know that you've barely set up the patio and tucked away your heavy sweaters when the temps start cooling again. So we need to not take a minute of, minute of it for granted. So here are 10 ways to make the most of your summer starting now. So the first one is to become a regular at farmer's markets. A few or many years ago, actually, I lived in Mountain View, California, and there was this beautiful little market within a five-minute drive from our apartment. And because the weather is pretty temperate there all year long, the market was available every day, not just on weekends. And I used to love heading there to pick up fresh tomato, tomatoes, basil, and fresh mozzarella cheese to eat for dinner that night. Those tomatoes were some of the best I've ever tasted and the scent of those huge bouquets of fresh basil permeated the whole market. You'd smell it as soon as you stepped out of your car. Talk about a sensory explosion. Make a weekly date with your market. Support local farmers. Eat as fresh as you can while you can. And enjoy it as an experience, not just another shopping trip. The second way to make the most of your summer is to go barefoot. A few years ago, I had an experience with an energy healer who I'd never been to before. And she had recommended that to loosen my energy flow and to be and live from a more heart-centered place that I should find ways to have more fun. And more fun didn't mean go on an extravagant trip or to a fancy restaurant. She meant the simple um, human ways that we can have more fun and in addition to that, connect to nature. So the most simple prescription that she shared with me was to just take off those shoes and socks and connect to the earth. And, you know, it reminded me that as when I grew up, I grew up on the East Coast of Canada, access to nature was just right there. I could drive a, you know less than 10 minutes and be at the coastline overlooking the Atlantic Ocean or very easily be on a lovely path um, that led you through trees and lakes and ponds and views. And being in nature wasn't difficult. But now that we live in a city, it is easy to become disconnected from nature. We may have parks and things like that around us, but it's not quite the same. But if we are more purposeful around how we connect and relate to nature, it can have the same effect as sitting on the cliffs of Newfoundland. So be purposeful about how you spend time in nature, even if it's your backyard or local park. Lie under a tree with a book. Look up at those majestic branches and notice the leaves just gently moving in the breeze. Dip your toes into the lake. Dig your hands into the dirt. Smell the flowers. Yes, even hug a tree. Just get as close to nature as you possibly can. But honestly, the easiest way is even if you have a little patch of grass, take off your shoes and socks and just connect to the earth through your feet and walk on that grass. Okay, so this next one is a little bit more frivolous, if you will, but I love summer for fashion. So there's sort of two in one here. The first is to just take out all those accessories that you tuck away in the summer. There's no sense in wearing bangles and bracelets and 
all those things when you're covered up with sweaters and look, don't talk to me about sweaters. <laughs> but in the summer, you can stack those bracelets and wear a chunky necklace and amazing dangling earrings with your hair back. And I just think it's an opportunity to have fun with fashion and not even have to buy anything new. It's just going through all the pieces you own and finding fun ways to use them. Summer to me is a time to embrace accessorizing. Think of it as a time to get super creative and pull out all those pieces you've collected over the years that you love but never wear. You could literally take um, some basic pieces in your wardrobe and make them feel completely new with the accessories that you have in your closet. Number four is go for after dinner walks. So one of my favorite secret summer activities is to go for walks after nightfall. I don't always get to do this because I am single parenting and co-parenting, but my daughter's with me a lot of the time. And so I don't always get to do this, but on those evenings when she's with her dad, I love heading out for a walk after dinner when night is about to fall. I just love the softness of summer evenings. The harshness of the sun has faded, the air is still warm, and there's just that slight tickling breeze. But the other reason, which is why I called it a secret summer activity, is that I love peeking into the homes of people who are too lazy or just don't care to pull their shades down. Now, before you get all freaked out, I'm not peering into windows at close range, (laughs) but just gazing from the safe distance of the sidewalk. I like to admire beautiful lighting, art or decor, and imagine what life is like for the family or people living there. I always just find that a romantic activity that I love doing. Number five is to wake up a little earlier. Why not take advantage of the extended daylight hours by rising a little earlier than usual? Whether you consider yourself a morning person, I am, or not, there is something glorious about rising when it seems that the rest of the world is asleep, especially when the day has already begun. You could use the time to get outside before the streets fill up, or to exercise, or to read something inspiring in the sunshine. You could head outside and have a lovely meditation with your headphones on. I try to wake up around 6.30 these days and do some reading, writing, meditating before my daughter wakes up. I aim to do it as much as possible. Okay, number six is back to a fashion-themed one, and that is put those jeans on the wardrobe back burner. I don't know about you, but I live in jeans all winter long. I love my denim. My uniform is essentially denim, sweater, and boots on repeat. And frankly, by mid-February, I am so sick of it. This summer, put those denim pieces in the closet, unless it's a skirt or a dress, and choose more fun items. Wear those dresses and skirts. Wear the twill and linen pants. and just have fun with it. Consider summer your creative dressing season and put the uniform on hold. Number seven is a simple one for those of us who are city dwellers, and that is to make a park date with a friend or your partner. I've had some of the best, most deep conversations on a park bench. It seems like such a lowly, piece of seating in the hierarchy of seating. (laughs) 
But there is something about being outside with someone you love without other people or your drink or a waiter as a distraction. Just having a coffee or an occasional ice cream, I think of those moments in the park with someone that I love as so magical and even a little romantic. What's great is that you can also accompany that with a walk. Grab a friend or your partner and head to the park to chat and just hang out. Number eight of my list of 10 ways to make the most of summer is to eat all the salad. Salad is, or sorry, summer is for salads. Eat your fresh from the garden greens layered with veggies and nuts and seeds and herbs. Try all those delicious salad dressing recipes you haven't gotten around to. We all want to feel light in summer and salads are the way to do it. And this is the time of year that they just taste so damn good. There's so little you have to do to make a salad. Just be an explosion of flavors from adding fruit and fresh herbs from your garden, um, toasting some nuts and throwing those in, trying some new veggies that you haven't really tried before. I absolutely love eating tons of salads, maybe sprinkle on a bit of feta or goat cheese. That's always a good one as well. Number nine is to create a lovely outdoor space. So whether you have a huge backyard, a tiny balcony, or even just a windowsill, spend a bit of time cultivating a little outdoor space. Bring the insight out, if you will. Consider it to be an altar to summer. You can roll out an outdoor rug, add some colorful outdoor pillows to your furniture, light a few lanterns, string up some lights, and then of course, surround yourself with flowers and plants and veggies, and just create this magical little oasis so that you truly make the most of this lovely season where we really get to merge with the outdoors. And my final thing of on my list of 10 ways to make the most of summer is to book a staycation. I think it is funny because I do live in Toronto, a very busy city, that so many people go away during these months. And I get it. Kids are on holiday. It's an easier time to take off because offices are less busy, but the city is comes alive in the summer. And if you're here, you get to really embrace and enjoy that. When you think about it, that's when all the tourists come to the city too, because they're, they see the opportunity to come and enjoy the city. And when you live here, you just get to walk out and enjoy it. There's so many festivals to check out and patios and new ice cream parlors to try and, um, you know, walks along the lake, take some days off to just enjoy the beauty of your own city, wherever you are. Actually, when I was in Houston with my friend, we went to the Fine Arts Museum on a Thursday during the day, and uh, it was their sort of complimentary day. So, you know, there's no admission. And it was just so fun to see all the people in there enjoying art and, you know, visiting with their friends and family. And it was just such a fun day, even for her, even though she'd been there before. So, Take a few days and visit some of the places that you take for granted in your own city. 
go out of your way for the best ice cream place, maybe the new hipster coffee shop, or that choice patio seat. Walk and walk and walk and experience your city from a visitor's point of view. You'll come away with a new appreciation for your own neck of the woods. And you'll have those fond memories for when the weather cools off again. So those are my 10 ways to make the most of summer. I'll recap them quickly now. The first one is to become a regular at farmer's markets. The second is to go barefoot and to embrace whatever outdoors you can embrace based on where you are. Wear all the jewelry, accessorize, have fun with dressing. Number four, go for after-dinner walks and just enjoy the peace and the quiet and the warmth of the evening. Number five is to wake up a little earlier than you normally would so that you can make the most of the daylight hours. Number six is to put those jeans on the back wardrobe back burner. Don't worry, they'll still be there waiting for you when the temperatures cool off again. Number seven is to make a part park date with a friend or your partner. Number eight is to eat all the salad. Number nine is to create a lovely outdoor space, a little oasis just for you. And number 10 is to book a staycation. I know that you likely have your own list and I would love to hear what must-haves are on yours, but these are 10 ways that I plan to make the most of my summer. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please do leave a review on the podcast wherever you are listening to it. It goes a long way for it to reach other people. Um, Also, if you wanted to share it on Instagram and tag me, I will for sure uh, repost that. And I just wanted to thank you for being here and for coming along on this journey with me. You know, I have been in the last few weeks working on a few interesting things. One of them is a program slash mastermind for women entrepreneurs. So it's called BLUR for women entrepreneurs, and it's a six month program. And we had our second session last week, which I facilitated from Houston. And it was just so incredible to see these eight women come together with this eagerness to grow and expand and to overcome, right? I think we all have this common common challenge that we always feel the sense that there's something to overcome. But when we turn towards that feeling, my goodness, the growth and expansion that comes from that place is just incredible. And that's what I'm witnessing with these eight women. If you would like to learn more about that program, if you are an entrepreneur, women women entrepreneur working full-time on your business, um, please do reach out to me via my site website, allur.ca or via Instagram. I will be starting another cohort soon and uh, I'd love to tell you about it. And that is it for this week, my friends. Please, I take it all in. Just savor the beautiful weeks ahead and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you found inspiration and use this podcast to start stepping into all you are. 
To hear more about the podcast, follow me over on Instagram at Kana underscore all you are. Send me a DM. I'd love to hear from you. And if you're loving the podcast, I'd be so honored if you go ahead and hit that subscribe button and leave me a five-star review. Until next time, remember to keep exploring what it means to be all you are.